0: Good morning. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to Marseille because I tell you listeners, there is nothing better than someone being humble and flexible when you're working with them. It just shines. It makes the day so much better. So thank you, Marseille, for your flexibility, for your immediate responses, and for your excellent talents. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, amen. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters, He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. So good morning, God. Good morning. You have ushered in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight. For I can't walk alone. And I don't want to. (laughs) I always say that. Pray with me, dear Lord. You speak to me through that still small voice that tells me what to do. That voice that warns me when I stray from your will. In these quiet moments and throughout the day, show me your plan for my life, Lord, that I may serve you. Amen. Pray with me, dear Lord. I have fallen short of your commandments and you have forgiven me. You have blessed me with your love and your mercy. Enable me to be merciful towards others, Father, just as you have been merciful to me. And let me share your love with everyone I meet. Amen. Dear Lord, wherever I find myself let me celebrate more and worry less when my faith begins to waver help me to trust you more and then with praise on my lips and the love of your son in my heart let me live courageously faithfully prayerfully and thankfully this day and every day amen dear lord your love is eternal Your laws are everlasting. Today, I invite you to reign over every corner of my heart. I will have faith in you, Father. I will sense your presence. I will accept your love. I will trust your will. And I will praise you. For you are the Savior of my life. Dear Lord, today, make me a person of wisdom and discernment. I seek wisdom, Lord, not as the world gives, but as you give. Lead me in your ways and teach me from your word so that in time, my wisdom might glorify your kingdom and your son. Amen. Be right back. We're going to get taught today by Charles Stanley. Be right back. God morning. Welcome to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm dedicating today's podcast to Marseille because I tell you listeners, there is nothing better than someone being humble and flexible when you're working with them. It just shines. It makes the day so much better. So thank you, Marseille for your flexibility, for your immediate responses, and for your excellent talents. Let us pray in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff. They comfort me. Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. So good morning God. Good morning. You have ushered in another day untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you God if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday. And let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own. So take my hand and hold it tight. For I can't walk alone. And I don't want to. (laughs) I always say that. Pray with me. Dear Lord... You speak to me through that still, small voice that tells me what to do. That voice that warns me when I stray from your will. In these quiet moments and throughout the day, show me your plan for my life, Lord, that I may serve you. Amen. Pray with me, dear Lord. I have fallen short of your commandments and you have forgiven me. You have blessed me with your love and your mercy. Enable me to be merciful towards others, Father, just as you have been merciful to me. And let me share your love with everyone I meet. Amen. Dear Lord, wherever I find myself, let me celebrate more and worry less. When my faith begins to waver, Help me to trust you more. And then, with praise on my lips and the love of your Son in my heart, let me live courageously, faithfully, prayerfully, and thankfully this day and every day. Amen. Dear Lord, your love is eternal. Your laws are everlasting. Today, I invite you to reign over every corner of my heart. I will have faith in you, Father. I will sense your presence. I will accept your love. I will trust your will. And I will praise you. For you are the Savior of my life. Dear Lord, today, make me a person of wisdom and discernment. I seek wisdom, Lord, not as the world gives, but as you give. Lead me in your ways and teach me from your word so that in time, my wisdom Might glorify your kingdom and your son. Amen. Be right back. We're going to get taught today by Charles Stanley. Be right back. Here are some teachings. From Charles F. Stanley, who is my mentor. He's talking about when God looks on us with favor. Isaiah 66, verse 1 and 2. Believers are always under the canopy of God's grace and love. And nothing we can do can change that. At the same time, our behavior and heart condition do determine whether we receive the fullness of his blessings. Let's find out how to experience the Father's favor. First, he desires that we have a contrite heart and a humble spirit. Psalm 51 verse 17. And for that to be the case, all aspects of our lives must be surrendered to Jesus. We know that dreams, desires, and some people are difficult to release into his hands. But listeners, anything that we do not give over to his authority is evidence of pride. The exact opposite of what our father wants in his children. So remember, God is opposed to the proud, but gives grace to the humble, James 4:6. Lack of submission proves that we think our way is better than his. Now second, God tells us to tremble at his word and scripture, the unfolding revelation of Jesus himself, is living and powerful to teach and transform us. Consider how we treat this treasure. Do we devote time each day to know what the Bible says and how to apply its principles? Do we hunger for more in the word in our lives so that we can know its author better? One measure of our reverence is obedience. To honor the Lord, we must obey him. We all desire God's favor, all of us. So you have to make sure that you're living in a manner that positions you to receive his full blessings. Prayerfully consider whether you have submitted all areas of your life From finances to health to relationships to work habits to Jesus Christ. Recognize his authority in all things and revere his word. Amen. Good word. And now... It's interesting because Dr. Charles Stanley, to me, seems to always be right on time. And I tell you, the devil is circling around and he's attacking us because we're doing the right thing. So here's Dr. Charles Stanley's advice on enduring satanic attacks. First read, Ephesians chapter 6. Every believer faces temptation. So we're going to take a moment now to recall a particularly enticing situation involving something that would displease God. Did we realize that we were under attack? Stay with me. We'll be right back. Did you realize that you were under attack? I need your attention. The devil is real, listeners, and scripture reveals that he leads an army of fallen angels and is prideful enough to think that he can gain victory over God. By definition, a satanic attack is a deliberate assault upon an individual which is designed to cause spiritual, physical, material, or emotional harm. The devil desires to thwart the Lord's purpose in believers' lives, to rob them of joy and peace, and ultimately to deny God the worship that he receives through yielded followers. As in any war, knowing the enemy's plan helps us prepare for the attack. So first... We have to be aware that the battlefield takes place in our minds. To walk in a godly manner with Christ, we must first be sure that our thoughts are in submission to his Spirit, and this takes daily surrender and time in God's Word. Second, the devil tempts us during vulnerable moments, so be cautious when you are angry, hungry, lonely, or tired. This is often known as HALT. Hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. Third, he is deceptive and we won't recognize the trap as an evil scheme. Instead, it'll seem good and we'll wrestle likely with some sort of doubt. Listeners as Christians we should walk, we should walk closely with Jesus. The devil desires to lure us into destructive actions that rob us of God's plan for good, for a full life. So stay connected to the Savior. read the word daily, pray, Daily, you can pray with me and fellowship with other believers. These are weapons that we use against the devil in spiritual warfare. It is a battle, the attack is real, a satanic battle all starts. In your mind and how you want to control it. I love it. I love it. Okay, In Touch Magazine. It talks about glorifying Christ at all times. Psalm 34. It calls us to continually exalt and magnify the Lord regardless of the situation. So as we gaze at God through his word, our understanding of him becomes greater, as if we're looking through a magnifying glass. We see the wonders of his nature and his deeds more clearly and can't help but respond in praise. To grasp this concept of of magnifying the Lord consider how Paul responded to being imprisoned in Rome. Philippians chapter 1, verse 12. Instead of complaining about the situation, he accepted it with grace, knowing that this was God's path for him. So through it all, he kept praising and exalting Christ. Even though Paul couldn't preach or start churches as he once did, The Lord opened up a new way to serve, a prison ministry and written correspondence that eventually ended up in the New Testament. God is good. So whatever is happening in your life, good or bad, long term or short, you have the opportunity to magnify the Lord through it. This not only benefits you with greater appreciation of him, but it also encourages others who see your witness. When a believer passes through trials peacefully and praises the Lord, even unbelievers take notice. And here's a one-minute inspiration. As you rush to and fro running errands, picking up the kids, getting to work, buying groceries, washing your car, do you keep a positive attitude or does frustration and irritation take over? And when you're frazzled, do you tend to let go losing your temper very easily, along with the desire and sometimes the action to tell someone exactly how you feel or what you think? Well, we want to practice what we preach. And believe me, it sometimes takes all of God's strength in our life to help us do nothing and to not react. Continually, we ask God to fill us with his love and patience, which are two key elements that the Bible calls fruit of the Spirit. We're called on to exhibit the same loving patience that Jesus had, and how busy we are doesn't fit into that equation. Read Galatians chapter 5. Pray with me. Lord, when things don't go the way I planned or something interferes with my plan, I get so frustrated. Help me to be more flexible, Lord, and give me the wisdom and grace to respond in love to people involved. Amen. Raising my hand, raising my hand on that one. We are all a work in progress and we just keep on trying. Joy and rejoicing. Is this all there is to life? When does the fun start? Do you ever feel this way? Listeners, God's word can cheer you like nothing else. The prophet Jeremiah reported, Your words, O God, were found, and your word was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. Jeremiah fifteen sixteen. Rush to the word of the Lord. God's peace and perspective are available to you now, even when grief and gloom are part of your day and the Bible will teach you, it will correct you, it will instruct you, guide you, and yes, cheer you up and give you hope. Make the heart of your life for God, a passion for his word. Spend your time learning about Jesus this is what you need for your life journey. Lord, I am bogged down. My days seem dreary and mundane, and I'm going to read your word today. Open my mind and heart to your wisdom, your love, and your purpose for my life. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Stay right there, listeners. We'll be right back. I could just pray all day. I just might. (laughs) Gaze up to heaven, clasp your hands together and pray with me. Father, the situations in my life sometimes cause me to listen to the negative attitudes around me. Instead of hearing your voice of hope, I temporarily succumb to fear, which is a tool of the enemy. But I give you praise for showing me a better way, your way. Father, I praise you for problems that can only be solved by faith. They are too enormous for me to even plan a solution so I am learning to speak words of faith and allow you to provide the answer. When I go through the day, a surprise financial obligation greets me and I know to be calm and say, Father, here's another debt I need you to pay. I praise you for a divine belief that does not have a prerequisite of an intellect, wealth or worldly prominence. Your blessing of faith is for anyone who trusts you, anyone who loves you, anyone who believes you. Your glory is embedded in words of faith. As I speak my needs into a prayer and a praise of faith, you begin working on my behalf. My connection with you is strengthened. My burden is lifted. My anxiety is gone. Father, your command in 2 Corinthians, chapter 5, to walk by faith and not by sight, develops my spiritual vision. The power you provide in your words and assurances are my daily arsenal against the adversary's schemes. And the answers that are provided by faith encourage me to continue to grow in your word I praise you for blessing me with testimonies in my life, which are examples of your love, examples of impossible situations, which answered through the promises of faith. I give you your praise, Father, for your infinite love and care. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. And Hebrews 11.6 Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts. And through it, he being dead still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken... He had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, listeners, without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Diligently seek Him, listeners, and your life will change. I'm living proof of that. I said, let's get these blessings started, and that's exactly what God does for us. Come back tomorrow so we can pray some more. Bye for now.